0: You're listening to the Palmetto Report. I'm Shante Brown, alongside our co-host Nathaniel Frederick. Thank you for joining us today. According to Ohio State University's 2015 National Student Financial Wellness Study, 70% of college students are financially stressed. Students face financial issues with budgeting, misuse of credit cards, loans, tuition, causing the college dropout rate to be 51%. Also, college graduates are on a mission to find employment to pay back student debt, along with other adulting responsibilities. College students and graduates have to use their financial literacy skills, which some do not have the knowledge to. Joining us today is Jimmy Ching, Assistant Professor of accounting, Finance and Economics here at Winthrop University. Dr. Ching received his doctorate degree in financial planning due to his strong interest for the field. Thank you, Dr. Ching for joining us today.
1: Thank you for inviting me.
0: Um, my first question is: What is the difference between financially stable and financially literate?
1: Financial literacy means uh, you know something, right? And also, you you are able to um, to do it. Financial stable it can means you kind of have some enough financial resources. It can be from like your parents or from some inheritance. Um, and people who are financially stable, um, they have enough income and. But they can still be in financial troubles. Financial literacy will apply to a lot of people. You don't have to have a lot of money. You just need to pay attention to to money around you, right? What are people doing? And then you kind of find your way out to use money to help you. I think that's very different.
0: For, you know, students, why do you think students, like, run into financial problems?
1: I think first of all, students in traditional college environment—they are kids, right? So um they learn mm-hmm. because they don't know anything about it. So they they, they learn everything they, at uh, the same time. So they learn how to handle their own individual life. They just become independent, and then meanwhile they have a lot of financial things to to handle with. Another thing would be they they don't have enough resources. That's another issue. I think people. There are a lot of theory uh, analyzing people under poverty. So when you have nothing, you will, your behavior is very different. Your brain works a different way. Um, so that's why I um, I like financial literacy. And then because okay, because students are not mature financially, right? And then they, they, they don't really know a lot of things anyway. Financial institutions or our financial system kind of take advantage of that. But we had some acts. Uh, are in place to protect them those days. That's good to know.
0: So you're saying like this can be like uh, stressful for students and, and also graduates as well for not being like financially stable. You know,
1: um, I think uh, that's true because y- even if you have part time job, you don't get paid uh, enough, right? To to be in a position that you can not worry about w- w- tomorrow's expense. Because if you need to worry about what happen next month, especially non traditional student. Um, if you have a lot of stress about uh, uh, where will you get the money for your next dinner, that's bad for your brain. Uh, your brain will not functioning well because of the kind of poverty constraints the way you will think about things.
0: How come students and graduates do not have the knowledge to manage their funds?
1: Um, I, I think it's not like just students and graduate students. It happens to everyone. Like if you, well, I surprise if you look at people working at Winthrop, staff, or even professors, okay? Uh, what we do is so narrow in one area, we don't really know a lot of other things. I mean, it's okay, right? You don't have to pay attention to some things in your life. But you have to pay attention to money because money is always around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and everything's getting very complicated, right? The financial product is changing every day. The, the, the tricks uh, financial institutions play. Um or, and also finance is a technical area. If you are, let's say, if you your your area of study is not really technical, it might be harder for you to grab the technical concept. I always consider finance to be very similar to engineering. So if you don't like that kind of technical things, I, the, the most important mistake people make, or the most common one is, they get so stressed about money, they don't even think about it anymore. So that's, that's, I think that happens not only to students, okay? Let's just correct it. It happens to everyone.
0: So like, what do you tell your students who probably like, ask for your advice about how to be financially stable? What do you like, and what advice do you give them?
1: Um, I w- when students say, how, how can I be financially stable? Yeah, go get a job, right? <laughs> how to get a job, uh, study how to get a good grade. Mm-hmm. But I would teach, so there are two things in finance, right? Financial literacy includes two things, financial knowledge and then the ability to do things. Mm -hmm. I always start with you need to pay attention to money right so you need to pay attention to it you need to know you need to have an image of yourself financially like do you want to be a financially irresponsible person you can be lazy in many things but you don't want to be lazy on handling your money that's one thing so you will always pay attention to every dollar you spend and then we have some software to keep you to help you track uh, where your money goes That's one area. And also we will teach them financial knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. So if you see a payday loan, what does that really mean to you? If you see an interest rate or if you get a car loan, so what does that really mean regarding interest payment? So And then we talk about credit use, all those knowledge. But Mm -hmm. I think the most important thing is still who you are, your personality, your money personality and who you think yourself are in front of others regarding money.
0: Yeah, and I think, like, one issue, too, is, like, credit cards as well for students because, you know, they always put credit cards on us. Like, when we first get to college and we really don't have any money. So, like, can you explain how it's difficult for young adults to have credit cards?
1: Um, Again, it's a financial product. They were designed like a a car, right? Mm -hmm. You can drive the car to work, which is good, or you can drive a car recklessly. It can hurt other people. So when you think about financial product I always think the same way for credit card if you know if you know what it is right it's like if you know how to operate a car you know how to drive mm-hmm. however if you don't know how to operate a car you can get an accident so for credit card or credits in general the only reason why students are so um, targeted by those companies a while ago is because they know nothing and then if you give them a free t-shirt they will sign up for a credit card mm-hmm. and they will never pay a they will never pay full amount back because they have no money. And then they can charge you high interest, mm-hmm. right? However, if you know what you are doing, right? Yeah. As a student, you know they have high interest expense. However, it's a good way to, for you to build a credit score, which will be good for you in the future. Then you will just sign a credit card with like very low mm, limit, like 500 or $800. And then as soon as you spend some money, and then you will pay it off in full, right? 100%. Mm-hmm. Uh, immediately, so that will help you build your good, um, uh, good credit score in the future. When you graduate, you have good credit score. You can buy a car with cheaper uh, interest rate or lower interest rate. Will save you money, right? Mm-hmm. So it's it's all about um, you need to pay attention to money, know what kind of person you are, and then have some knowledge about it.
0: You're listening to Palm Report. I'm Shantae Brown, alongside our co-host Nathaniel Frederick. We are speaking with Dr. Chen about students and graduates being financially stable and literate. Um, I would like to go back to uh, credit cards again, because exactly. I um, know a lot of students are, they really don't know about like credit scores and stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. really one of them. So can you go more in depth about credit scores rate credit cards?
1: Yeah, so let's just talk about credit in general, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we. we other uh, other students, you always think about budgeting, save money, right, so that you can live better in the future. Um, however, like, as a student, you essentially are not making any money, so it t- sometimes it makes no sense for you to save, even though you save some money from your part-time job, but overall, you don't save money. Why? Because you borrow student loans a lot of times. That's mm-hmm. a loan, okay? So you owe money anyway. So that's Let's compare a student loan with a credit card, right? Student mm. loan is a good loan. Why? Because the only reason why you borrow money is because you invest that money into yourself so that you can make more money in the future. Mm-hmm. So you go back to your financial stability, right? If you invest a lot of money in those loans and you can get a good job in the future, that's a good investment. However, think about credit card. If you misuse it, it's bad. Yeah. So what about credit score? Think about, think about it from a bank's perspective, okay? They want to lend you money, right? Mm-hmm. They want to know whether you can pay back. They want to know who you are. They want to know, do you s- overspend? Do you, um, do you use the money crazily? Because they want to get their money back. And then remember, credit card or credit, like short-term credit, it's non-secure. You, they cannot take your house away from you. Yeah. It's not like mortgage. It's not like car loan. They, can, they have some collateral credit card they don't that's why they build a credit score system originally and then you, it benefits all kinds of credit product, right? So the factors come to play in credit score. So first of all you need to have credit history. That's why uh, we always recommend students to open a credit card, even if it's a security credit card to have some credit record, right? Mm-hmm. They look at your payment history, do you pay it hundred percent on time? So you need to pay it hundred percent, okay, on time. Like Apple has an Apple credit card now. Automatically, you will pay full. So that's g- that's a good feature, right? And also, they will, they will look at uh, your credit. credit. How many years do you have on your credit? And then what kind of credit you have. So ideally, you need to have a mix. So the the more you have, like if you have a credit card, if you have a c- car loan, and then if you have a mortgage, right, or if you have some other type of loans, you will also increase your credit score. Um, for students, I wouldn't worry too much about having a, high credit score because it takes time to build but yeah. I will always um, tell them that you need to have some credit uh, history e- even if you look for jobs right banks they w- the first thing they do is they pull your credit score yeah yes okay so that's important and also the government provides free credit report uh, uh, every year for everyone and then you can just go to annualcreditreport.com and then get a free credit report it will tell you like where you get your money who is your um who, who lend you money, right? Where you borrow money from. Sometimes you can also use that to check your identity. Like so some people can steal your identity and open multiple accounts. That's always good to check.
0: I want to thank you, Dr. Chen, for joining us today. I am your host, Shantae Brown. You're listening to The Palmetto Report.